You're listening to Fit Girl, Your Guide to Getting in Shape. This is podcast episode number 189, The Truth About Getting in Shape, Foods for Fat Loss Part 2, and Hamstring Curls. I'm Kira Langolf, your host and guide to getting in shape. As a professional fitness trainer, it's my job to get clients in shape quickly and keep them healthy. In this podcast, I'll reveal to you the shape up secrets I use along with training, nutrition, and motivational tips and advice. I'll set you straight on what works and what is a waste of time, and I'll be your guide to your best body ever. Check out my websites at fitnessmakeover.com and coachkira.com. In this episode, lifestyle changes that make getting in shape easy, foods for fat loss part two, what you can eat that'll help you lose, and how to do the leg curl with the stability ball for great hamstrings. So believe it or not, I'm just finally getting over the cold that started last week. It may sound like I'm not even close to that, but trust me, I am. So we're ready to go for this podcast. And even though I might sound a little funny, I'm feeling a lot better. So thanks for everybody that sent me some emails on that. Now, I want to kind of follow up to one of the previous episodes, um, actually episode number 187. And we were talking about fat loss and what's true and what's not. And I know it sounds either kind of obvious or maybe even cliche that if getting in shape was easy, everyone would look great. And that really is the truth. And a lot of people need to understand that fat loss really is not easy. No matter what you see advertisement-wise or in the TV, it's not easy. Like with The Biggest Loser, you're not going to drop 20 pounds a week. That's just not normal. And you're not going to lose a whole lot of fat by taking a pill or maybe just going for a light walk every once in a while. Yes, is a light walk going to make you healthier? Sure, going to make you feel better as well, but it's not going to dramatically impact your weight. And that's where we went back to going with the weight training. The strength training is what's going to impact your metabolism and gives you more bang for your buck when it comes down to workout time. So even if you're lifting light weights, that's not going to do you as much good. You really have to challenge your body and not be afraid to go with the heavier weights and heavier being the six reps, eight repetitions, you know, not below that, even though you can go below that if you'd like to, but you don't have to worry about getting bulk or big or whatever. You just want to worry about impacting that muscle. Now you can obviously cut back on your food to try to lose weight, but again, that's not a long-term solution. It's really not sustainable for fat loss and it's definitely not going to help keep the fat off because we were talking about permanent fat loss. So that's basically getting yourself in shape and staying in shape without having to diet severely. So by maintaining as much muscle as you can on your body and creating that muscle and keeping it, you can actually eat what you want and not gain fat. And I got to tell you, I'm a great example of that because I did everything that everybody else was doing, all the cardio and running and biking and just, you know, way off the wrong track. But cutting out that cardio, and I know it's hard for a lot of you to do, made the biggest difference for me and my maintenance and my weight. So now, yeah, I don't have to do that cardio. But the other thing I want to share with you is that being sick this past week, obviously I was not able to work out at all. Didn't feel like it and really probably couldn't anyway. Now I went back to the gym today, figured I'd do just a really light couple of sets of a couple of body parts type workout. 
and I was actually pleasantly surprised that I had not lost my strength. I actually felt like I hadn't even missed a workout, and that's definitely due to training with the heavier weights and keeping the body strong so that when that week came off and my body was fighting something, it didn't completely eliminate the muscle because I had enough of it or the body was at least used to having the muscle that it saw it as essential and kept it. Whereas when you don't have a lot of muscle, that's the first thing to go. Kind of like where you have body fat on your body. Where you have the least amount is usually where it comes off first. It's never where you want it to come off first, but it'll come off there because of the path of least resistance. And that's how your body works. And that's what we're trying to kind of get through and get our bodies to the point where you can do this. You can maintain, you can eat poorly or for a little bit, but most of your lifestyle, you're eating healthy. You're making good choices. You're eating on a schedule. Oh, and let's also add into the fact that that was uh, Halloween, and uh, even though I didn't get to go trick-or-treating, I did get a whole bunch of my favorite peanut M&Ms, and thank you to all of those that um, shared their favorite Halloween candy food with me online. That was uh, really interesting to see, and if you haven't, you can still do it. Go to the Facebook page, but the point being that, yeah, I pretty much had like a whole big bag of the the M&Ms in a short period of time, and... um, Same thing, still feeling good. Now, obviously not at the goal that I wanted to be, but everybody has a goal and, you know, everybody has something to work towards. And that's what we keep doing every day, working towards something. Sometimes it's two steps forward, one step back, whichever way it may go, but you always have something that you're striving to achieve. Now, as we're getting closer to the holidays and the end of the year, my uh, particular New Year's resolution, or maybe it was just a goal for this year, was to get into a figure competition. I've done natural bodybuilding competitions and things like that, but I and I definitely couldn't do the ones where you have to do gymnastics and splits because I just could never do a split. So uh, figure one or physique or whatever they call them now um, was my goal for the end of the year. Obviously, one thing after another happened, and that just didn't stay on track, but that's still not a forgotten goal for me. I may just have to reschedule it or retime it or rethink it out. But think about some of the goals that you made at the beginning of the year, because let's face it, it is November already. Yes, and that means New Year is a skip away. And rather than focusing on what you did not accomplish, think about what you did accomplish. Because sometimes our plans are one thing, but what we actually end up doing is something else, and it's just as great, and it's just as satisfying, and just as important. Now, it seems like I may have gotten a little off topic, but I haven't really, because what we're talking about is lifestyle maintenance for your weight loss, for getting in shape, and realizing that it's not going to be easy, and you have to keep working at it. And at the end of the day, your lifestyle approach is always what's going to work best. And by lifestyle approach, I mean making protein part of your breakfast, making balanced meals part of most of your meals, um, not skipping meals, not running for the worst junk food, making a better choice. And all of that has a lot to do with your mindset. And your mindset really plays a huge role in everything you do, how you perceive things, why you do things. That's why we talk about it for motivation. And as far as motivation goes, my motivation for this podcast actually 
stemmed from realizing that there's so much misinformation out there about fitness and weight loss. When I owned my own gym, I was actually shocked how many of the members and people I came across believed all the false advertisements that they saw on the magazines, on commercials, and things that their so-called friends said they did or said works for weight loss. And they just blatantly believed these things that were so far from the truth. And I really thought that in this day and age, nobody would buy into those kind of things, but they did. So that's why I started this podcast to kind of set the truth out there as far as really what works in the real world and what is just part of advertisement and, you know, smoke and mirrors per se. So hopefully what you take away from today's motivation section is that your your mind, your perception, your quest for more knowledge in the area of fitness is going to help you understand what to do and what not to do. Also, that you can't just go through the motions when it comes to working out. You need to focus, use that mindset again, and train hard. Not just super hard, but smart hard, which means do the right exercises, the ones that have the most impact to your metabolism and really give it your all. And sometimes your all is not that much because you're just dead tired, but still at that moment, it is your all and you'll do your best. And then of course, a lifestyle approach to fitness and lifestyle being incorporating little things into your daily routine that are healthier choices. And as we come into the holidays, one of my favorite things to do is when I go shopping, I just automatically park far away and just walk. Because you know what? I'm not going to waste time circling around to find a closed parking space. I know people that actually do that. I'm not one of them. Number one, my car is kind of big and I really can't park it very well, even though I've had it for a long time. So I just automatically say, you know what? I want to park far away. Somebody else might need a closer parking space than I do. I'm going to get a little extra fresh air, a little extra exercise out of it too. So think about that when you're doing your holiday shopping. Now, you may not live here in Florida where it's not freezing cold, so it might be a different issue as far as um, walking, but maybe you think, I'll take the stairs instead of the escalator or the elevator or some such change. So something that gives you a little bit of extra in your fitness lifestyle. And ultimately, the best gift you can give to yourself is by doing the right things to get in shape and then keeping yourself in shape by having a balance between your workouts, your food, and your family lifestyle. Now, in the last episode, we talked about some foods that actually help with fat loss, and we're going to cover a couple of more on this episode. Now, as you recall, these are foods that actually help your body use fat for energy, that um, help to stabilize your blood sugar levels, and just are generally also considered quite healthy. And usually they're very easy to add to your daily routine, whether you throw them in an omelet in the morning or add them to some of your cereal or put them on a salad. And speaking of that, the first one I'm going to review is nuts, particularly walnuts and almonds. Now, I know I've used almonds before in pre-contest preparation. They're easy to count out. They're kind of big and they're definitely satisfying. And certainly they have the right type of fat content that will help with weight loss. Now, nuts are also very high in antioxidants and fiber. And of course, supplementing your food intake with that is going to help improve your body composition. 
Nuts have a similar um, effect on your body as protein does. It actually increases your metabolic response when, to, when you're eating them. So they're going to help with giving you that satisfied feeling and helping to keep the hunger at bay. And even though that might seem kind of obvious, there's actually studies that have shown that there's a hormone called leptin that's found in found to be higher in people who eat nuts daily. So not only is it kind of a common sense thing, but it's also got that scientific basis that we always like to turn to. Now, walnuts are considered to be one of the healthiest nuts because they're typically eaten with the skin on, which increases the antioxidant content. Now, of course, we already know that almonds are also at the top of the fat burning list for nuts because they're also higher in protein than most nuts, even though it's not going to be your whole protein source, not as high as chicken, but still comparing other nuts, it's right up there. And of course, the fiber content is up there as well. And almonds also have a lot of vitamin E that helps with detoxification of some of the different things that you might be intaking, whether it's uh, outside pollution or just processing different foods that have come through your body. So your goal, of course, would be to eat a serving of nuts every day, of course, in conjunction with your protein and carbs and everything else that you would do and add maybe a sprinkle here or there. It doesn't take much. One ounce is probably about a handful of nuts, maybe a half a handful for some people. If you have a food scale, weigh it out. And after a while, you'll start to realize what the proper portion size is. I think when I was doing my competition, I had uh, 23 almonds. I counted it out and weighed it. And that was kind of an easy way for me to figure it out. And it became my nighttime snack. So it was kind of a win-win. I had something crunchy at night and it was still part of my plan. And it was going to help me stay satisfied through the night. And it was just an all-around win-win. Now, another food that you probably are aware of that helps with fat burning, and that would be eggs. Now, you probably already know that eggs are an excellent protein source, but they also have other items in them that helps with your fat loss. Now, mainly they have some choline, which helps protect the, the liver from accumulating fat. And it's actually the precursor to that whole energizing neurotransmitter, acetylcholine. Now, I don't know if you remember back in, I think it was the 80s, uh, choline and inositol were supplements that we would take to help with fat loss. And it was pretty common back in those days. Now, there's other things, of course. But again, that was the whole process, helping your liver do its function, which is processing fat helping your mind have the right energy too and the right thought processes to do the right thing. Now, besides that, increasing that acetylcholine in your body can actually increase your growth hormone, which is a very potent fat burner. And there's always been ways throughout the years to play around with that growth hormone to help you lose fat. People have tried a whole bunch of different things, but that's another episode. Now, the other great thing about eggs is that if you include the yolk, they're gonna be very filling. And a lot of times they, they do get a bad rap, but people tend to forget that the egg whites, the compounds in the egg whites actually help to negate some of the cholesterol effects in the yolk. So a whole egg together is not as bad as many people thought a long time ago, meaning a couple of years ago. Now, the fear of cholesterol content of eggs was one of those things that kind of got everybody scared away from eggs. And there's no reason for that because we know a lot more about them. And obviously you could certainly cut that whole cholesterol part out by only using the egg whites. 
Now, obviously with protein, you get a little bit of that thermodynamic effect. Every time you eat it, speeds up your metabolism a little bit to help break it down. And there's so many different things you can combine eggs with, whether it's making an egg white salad, kind of like egg salad, but without the yolks, or maybe adding in one yolk for every three egg whites, or making an omelet, or just throwing a chopped egg on your salad. There's a million different things you can do with them. They're great just as a snack, like a hard-boiled egg. Or again, if you're worried about the cholesterol, just take out the yolk and have the whites. Now, it's interesting, we go back to our science, that uh, there was a study that showed eating 12 eggs a week did not increase the LDL cholesterol at all. And when people did exercise as well, the high egg intake actually improved their ratio of good to bad cholesterol compared to uh, the same group, or sorry, another group that ate no eggs at all. So there's definitely a huge benefit in adding them in. Now, 12 eggs in a week is probably pretty easy for us um, healthy workout type people that are really focused on our proteins. But, you know, you may have some friends that are struggling with their weight and maybe you can suggest it to them and they can focus on the egg whites if they're worried about the cholesterol. But we know the truth that it's okay to have the entire egg. So your bottom line on eggs would be to have them a few days a week to help increase your protein and your choline intake, which helps with your body fat. And avoid eating them if you have intolerances. Now, some people do have intolerances to eggs and milk and certain other foods. So, of course, if it doesn't agree with you, don't eat it. Now, believe it or not, there's still another food I want to include on this list, and then we're going to even have some more next time. That's why there's a lot of foods that can actually help with your fat loss. So it's really good good news to know and good to add these into things because also, you know, we're always looking for variety in our diets. That always seems to be the boring part of, of getting or staying in shape. Now, the next one is going to be avocados. And you may have known that because a lot of people do realize that avocados have a healthy type of fat. And of course, they're green, so they've got to be good. Now, avocados have actually been shown to have a really high antioxidant capacity and actually has helped even with obesity and diabetes and shown to completely eliminate chronic inflammation related to high body fat. Of course, that would be in mice, but hey, it could help us too. Now, since the studies were done in mice, they actually showed that adding avocados to their diet allowed the mice to lose fat and have better insulin sensitivity over time. And that would be, again, the whole blood sugar reaction so that you can lose body fat more effectively and easily. So let's face it, there's nothing better than having a food that you can eat that actually helps you lose weight and taste good. So you can put some avocados into your diet. Again, in a salad, they're great. You can put them in like, a, like you would a sliced tomato in a sandwich. And you do need to be aware of your other intakes of fat because they can add up. So obviously everything needs to be balanced out because to keep it in perspective, one whole avocado is about 250 calories, and that's not so bad. 10 grams of fiber and 15 grams of monounsaturated fat. So... If you're going to have a full avocado one day, then balance it out. Otherwise, a slice here, a slice there is going to be great, not only for your foods and your tastes, but also for your body fat levels.
Now in training, I'm posting a video of the stability ball leg curl. And this particular video not only has instructions, but it's also got the counting for a set of 10. So you can actually download that and stick it in your iPod or iPhone, kind of like the other iPod personal training workouts and have me right there telling you what to do. Now the stability ball is great, not only for the abdominals and the core, but also because most people have one at home. And again, I was surprised that in the surveys I've done that the stability ball was something that most people had. The only drawback is that it's kind of big and who knows where to store it, but a lot of times you can use it as a chair. So it has double, double duty most of the time. Now with the leg curl on the st with the stability ball, because you are laying on the floor, you incorporate a whole lot of the core because you have to actually start in a bridge position. Now, if you're not strong enough to maintain that bridge position and do the leg curl, which is rolling the ball in and out while you have your hips up, you can modify it by either lifting your hips, rolling the ball in, putting your hips down, and going back to your start position. Or you can pull the knees into the chest and then lift your hips up and then put your hips down and roll it out. You might actually find that you can do several of the leg curls correctly, but maybe not a full set. Because to do it correctly, where you really pull those heels all the way in, and your knees come as far into your chest as possible so you can feel the hamstrings, it's not always the easiest thing to maintain for more than a few repetitions. And you are going for quality, not quantity. And even if you have to stop, take a couple of breaths in between the repetitions, that's fine too. Just remember, when you're doing them, you better be feeling them in your hamstrings. That would be behind the knee and upward. And if you're not feeling them there, you know something's not right, whether it's your position or whether the ball needs to be farther under your feet or maybe farther away from your feet. Take a look at the video. That's what it's there for, to show you how to do it properly. And you know what? You might even want to do it at home. Get the form down before you do it at the gym or in a rush or whatever. Take your time with it because it's a great exercise, not only for the legs, but you also get the glutes in there as well. And you get some really wonderful abdominal work at the same time. Now, that exercise also is on the um, ball sculpt, nothing but the ball DVD, which you can get on Amazon. Um, and that's, that's a whole workout using the ball and nothing else. So if you work out at home, that might be a good thing for you to invest in. And also the ab sculpt for stability ball with yoga stretch is a great combination. And that's still available on amazon.com right now. I'm letting you know that because there's a couple of the DVDs that um, are not going to be available anymore. So, you know, you, you might want to get them while you can. So they make great gifts too with the holidays coming up. Plug, plug, plug. But either way, it's always great to learn things. And if there's anything out there that you've learned that you want to add and help us out, then post it on the Facebook page, The Fit Girl USA, because we can all always use a little bit of sharing of knowledge to help make our lives easier and help us stay in shape. So here's what I want you to do. Share your thoughts on the Facebook page, which is Fit Girl USA, and let me know what kind of things you want to hear on a podcast and what you think about some of the topics that we've covered today. Now, if you want to pick my brain or you want to have me make a program for you and help you get through some of these sticking points, go to coachkira.com and check out your options. 
As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com. 